Coming up on the program, we are going to take a look at what is happening in the United States. The president saying he will leave Walter Reed tonight. Several reports saying his advisors had told him as early as this morning he should be staying in that hospital. So we will talk about that. But right now, it is time for Richard's report. Time to check in with Richard Zussman, Global BC online journalist in Victoria. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Jill. How was your weekend? Uh, Very well. How about you? Excellent. Fantastic. We went to some yurts in Port Renfrew. It was fantastic. A beautiful part of our province. (laughs) Very nice. I went hiking and it was beautiful. It was so misty. I felt like I was hiking through the clouds and uh, it was uh, great. Easy to physically distance and uh, have a great time. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Let's talk about uh, what's happening, where to begin. Uh, The Massey Tunnel replacement announcement. So Andrew Wilkinson basically saying they're going to resurrect the original bridge. The big difference, though, he's saying that it wouldn't have tolls. Yeah, that's a huge, huge difference, right? So this was a commitment that was made by the Liberals back in 2013. Work had already been done, up to $100 million of work already pumped into the replacement. And then the NDP cancelled it in 2017. And now Andrew Wilkinson says, we will bring back the exact same project that was cancelled, the 10-lane bridge. Uh, The environmental assessment is done. The consultation is done, he says. But the huge, huge difference will be the fact that there will be no tolls. The large question, obviously, is how is all of this going to be paid for? Uh, The Liberals seem to be willing to commit billions and billions of dollars in capital spending, which will be tacked on to the debt. Uh, The price tag of this project, though, unknown. You know, Wilkinson made it clear it would be much more expensive now than it was when the project was originally set to start construction. Uh, You know, we were already into it in 2016, 2017, when there was a change of government in 2017. And then... Uh, you know, fast forward that a few years and costs have gone up. So it's going to be a multi-billion dollar project, more than the price tag, I think, of $2.6 billion that was originally attached to it. But how much more, that's still unknown. And I'm not sure we'll get an answer for that before we go to the polls. Uh, and when we're talking about Surrey, uh, the mayor of Surrey, Doug McCallum, not very happy about the promise that uh, they would have a referendum if elected. Yeah, this is a really tricky one. So yesterday, out of nowhere, Andrew Wilkinson, the Liberal leader, sending out a statement after he had done his Q&A for the day, saying that an elected Liberal government would hold a referendum asking the people of Surrey whether they want to transition the police force uh, from uh, the RCMP to a localized police force. And there's just a lot of questions here around timing and whether it's even possible to delay uh, the move and and whether the referendum would even be binding and you know many people in surrey say well we may not be happy with the way that the transition has gone but it was the major issue of the municipal election and this is what doug mccallum ran on and now he's in power and this is what his council has approved to do and you know mccallum is pointing out that it would be a big infringement on municipal government policy for a province to step in, hold a referendum, use the results of the referendum to stop something that, you know, a municipal government is trying to put in place. So it's a bit of a tricky one. I I believe this is just a a throw to try to get votes in Surrey. We know there are a lot of people in Surrey not happy with the transition. Many people want to see the RCMP continue and the Liberals are clearly trying to court those votes 
to win back some seats in Surrey with a non-binding referendum that may ultimately lead to nothing, even if the Liberals end up in power. And also wanted to touch on ICBC that uh, we're being offered now. British Columbians are being told we might get our own money back if there's some extra. And and we're supposed to be very happy about this. (laughs) This is so crazy to me. So I've been working on stories, Jill, as you know, for months and months and months around whether we're going to get a rebate check here in British Columbia due to the pandemic at ICBC. You know, every other jurisdiction almost in North America had rebate checks uh, available in May and June for drivers because we know that insurance companies have seen lower risk and less crashes due to the pandemic. And what we've heard again and again from the government is we don't know uh, the full impact yet. ICBC is in a financially very difficult situation. Uh, ICBC has lost money in its investments. We also had a lot of people cancel their policies, although they then subsequently signed back up for those policies once life started getting a little bit back to normal under COVID. And all of this, EB has said all along, if there are savings, we will know that in December. And at that point, we will give that money back to drivers. Well, now it's getting packaged up as some big commitment. And oh, look here, if there's money, we're going to give you a rebate check. And voters are going to look at that and say, oh, I want a rebate check. Don't be fooled by that. You know, we don't know if there's a rebate. We don't know if there's any money. We do know, though, there and there will be a rebate check in May or June following the switch to no fault. That's a separate thing entirely. And a lot of people rightfully should say, you know, why did I not get a rebate check because of COVID soon after that? And, and that window has passed. So don't be tricked by this. Uh, the Liberals as well, if they win, will no doubt give this money back. The question is, is this how you think ICBC should be managed? And, and it sort of is one of these... Uh, sleight of hand tricks, it seems, by the NDP to announce something, package it up nice and try to fool voters to make them think that this is something new and shiny and only they can do. <laughs> and speaking of that, uh, this, is, this is also very interesting as well. The delay in this pandemic relief, this was relief money to help businesses, yeah. to help people suffering. Now, because of the election, there's a delay. I think this is a massive story, Jill. You know, right before the election was called. John Horgan held a press conference with Carol James announcing more than $1.5 billion in economic relief. And this is a plan that we had waited months for, and it was going to be part of the solution government was going to put in place to support businesses and British Columbians who were struggling through the pandemic. And Horgan was asked many times, if you call an election, will that money be delayed? And he said, no, once it's in the hands of the bureaucrats, it's in the hands of the bureaucrats. Well, I have seen now correspondence with businesses saying that these programs will not be available until after an election, until after a cabinet is formed, and this could be months of delay. So there are businesses out there who will not get the support they were promised due to the fact that John Horgan called an early election. And I think people should be worried and concerned about that because the commitment was this wasn't going to happen, and now it seems like it is happening. And COVID has hit us all so hard, this relief was supposed to be there to help people as quickly as possible. And an election has delayed that. Which has got to hurt. If you are one of those businesses and you were depending on that money and you heard, don't worry, it's not going to be impacted because of this, that's got to sting. 
Absolutely. And it was unclear at the time exactly how these programs are going to work. There was very few details about it, but the promise was bureaucrats are working on these grants now. They are working on these programs now. This will be communicated and distributed. And the answer is that's not the case. It is not going to be distributed until likely next year. And so as you are a business looking for money now to help pay your bills, to help keep yourself solvent, this comes as something as a you you look at the power grab that John Horgan is trying to make and saying, well, I'm the one that that is at the expense of this move. And I think it's going I Horgan's not taking questions today from reporters. He's doing a town hall at five o'clock. Uh, but uh, tomorrow will be interesting to see what his answer is on all of this, because this seems to me to be um, a real problem for them to try to explain how, first off, you uh, took a long time to announce your recovery plan. And then when you did, that money's not going to be available for when people really need it as we get through to the end of this fiscal year or no, not the fiscal year, the end of this uh, calendar year. All right, uh, Richard, thanks so much. Lots happening today. We will yeah. uh, leave it there.